Ready? Born ready. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Woo! Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode, episode of the Cool and Conscious Podcast. Um, Perfect. Brought to you, of course, by none other than Just Eldridge Media, which is a black-owned, black-run company. Um, yep. I paused for that black-run because I was going to explain the importance of supporting a black-operated company versus supporting a black-owned company. But I'll get into that, you know, later. <laughs> Either way, it's still important. So make sure when you are supporting these black businesses, you understand that they are putting black people in places of representation. It is not okay to just support a black company because it's black owned, but then the vice president is white, the general manager is white, the bottom manager is white, all the people that make the decisions are white. But the person that started the company is is black. That is absolutely <laughs> not okay. That completely Damn. defeats the purpose. Like, so when you're buying these purses from these these black designer brands that are on the rise, like because I'm seeing it and it's it's amazing when you're patronizing these humongous black um, restaurant chains. Please make sure that they are doing their due diligence um, by providing adequate representation for our community um aside from that child we is not at war maybe at war i don't know but ukrainians and russians are going at it head to head toe to toe foot to foot bomb for bomb um and it's really kind of crazy that i'm a lot wait oh my gosh we have to stop right here because I didn't tell you how I felt. So I had to tell you how I feel. I had to tell you how I feel. I just jumped right in it. <laughs> I feel cool. Woo! I feel cool. I feel cool. Yes, I do feel cool. Why do I feel cool? One, because I am back on social media, so that's always good. Yes, I got back on. Um, and I was reading something, and it was like, it's okay to disappear when you don't feel like yourself and resurface again. And I feel like I needed that break um, to really just dedicate some time to myself. Um and get a little more conscious with myself. I feel like the last episode, we definitely got to the root of it. And I was very thankful because, child, I was going crazy. I'm like, I don't know what I should do. Should I do it or should I not do it? To do or not to do. Um, and I have officially like announced to the people that are already following me that I am going to start back doing questions with Cree. So that is, woo! That is exciting. That is super great. Um, that is super good for me um, and for you guys. <laughs> Just because I'm bringing back something that 
is not only entertaining, but enlightening. Um, I'm bringing something back that is inspiring. I'm bringing something back that is informative. Um, and it's coming from a normal person. Cause I feel like in today's society, we have so many public figures that ain't doing shit. We like, we got so many influencers that's not being influential. We got so many built body bitches that's like just built body bitches. And like they have power and precedence and it's just like for what? Um, and that's no shade to the built body bitches. You know what? Be a bad bitch. Fuck them up. Um, but to the people that are still trying to walk the straight and narrow and are trying to figure themselves out unapologetic, unapologetically um, and be smart and have something going for them. This question with Cree is for you because it's about our journey, our journey in learning how to be conscious with who we are, what we like, what are our triggers, our, our journey for us to be cool. How can I be cool and conscious? How can I balance both? And I feel like question with Cree brings that addition to it. Um, because like I said, I feel like I've always been pretty cool and I've always been pretty conscious. I just never really knew how to balance it. Uh, one, because I was suppressing the consciousness because I was around so many cool people. <laughs> um, and then when I got around conscious people, I was suppressing the coolness because it's like, okay, I'm around a whole bunch of conscious people. But <laughs> now I'm at a point where I'm truly trying to balance both. And I feel like balancing both of those comes with me being who I innately am and doing what comes naturally. And what comes naturally is answering questions, is providing insight to people that feel like, hell, they don't know where else to go. So, hey, that's me. Question with Creep. Whoop, whoop. Woody, whoop. Yes. Super, super, super excited. Um, I haven't really picked a date for like an official air date. I feel like um, the month of March is just going to be getting people ready. Like, hey, this is coming up. Just be on the lookout. This is the intro. I'm going to drop the intro song a few times just so people can get familiar with it. I'm going to drop some old videos just so people can see. Oh, I remember when you used to do that. Oh, my gosh, that was so cute. I remember that. Um, and I'm really taking my time to not rush. I do not want to rush. I feel like in the past I was rushing against trying to just get it out and not being intentional. And this time I want everything that I do to be as intentional as possible because I put myself on a six-month timer. And in six months, I, I truly want to be in a different place with questions with Creed than I've ever been. Um, and I feel like the only way to do that is to start doing things differently so I can get different results. Um, now back to what I was saying about the Ukraine and the, the poop, the poop, the poop, um, so it's going down. Okay. And what is really beginning to piss me off is black people. It just pisses me off. Um, because while I do feel extremely cool today, that conscious always just kicks in, you know what I'm saying, at the right time. And there is no way you have a very, very large amount of people that are saying, pray for Ukraine and pray for Ukraine and let's send money and troops and let's do everything we can do to help. 
But then headlines are breaking and popping up everywhere you look in regards to people in Ukraine literally either beating up black people, not letting them leave, keeping them from getting on the trains, keeping them from getting to safety, basically making them prisoners in a war zone. But you have so many people that are like, pray for Ukraine. And it's like, bro, fuck them. Damn. Like what? <laughs> At what point are we as a, as a people just going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired? Like, I'm tired of reading the headlines about how they doing black people. I'm tired of people surprised about how they doing black people. This is how they've always done us. So you surprised for white people being white people? That's like you surprised your nigga cheating on you and he always been cheating on you. Damn. How can you be surprised? Like white people are gonna white people, and what are black people gonna gonna do? Black people are going to black people, and 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 fall into that oppression and fall into that woe is me and fall into that oh okay th this is how they doing us this is how they doing us let's get on social media and hashtag no stop buying they shit. That's that's literally it. It is so simple. Lauren Hill said it best. It could all be so simple. It could all be so simple. Stop buying their shit. Stop going to New York Fashion Week. Hell, stop going to Paris Fashion Week. If the black people just sat the fuck down and sat, stayed in the house, do you realize the world would stop? The world would stop. They say that the world is run by sex and money. No, the world is ran by race. Because the same white girl could go for the same job a black girl goes for. The white girl could have less money than the black girl. The black girl could even have sex with the person having that's responsible for employment. But 9.5 times out of 10, that white girl's going to get the job. Because she in their eyes, more than likely looks more aesthetically pleasing. It's the same way with Biden. He just had a little state of the union, bullshit ass, whatever the hell. So instead of forgiving the damn student loans, okay, and we all know why he has yet to forgive the student loans, because it instantly, instantly would take so many black people out of poverty. Instantly. Within a snap of a finger, he would change millions of black people's lives because so many of us have student loan debt. And that is another way for them to control us. So instead of him doing what the fuck he said he was going to do, he has this little union of state of the union speech and he is extremely indirect. He is extremely walking that fine line of, I don't want to be too political. I don't want to be too, too personal. I don't, I don't, he's just, he's doing just enough. Literally. Now he was talking cash shit when he was running. I'm talking about you not black if you don't vote for Biden. How is it that you said that? You had the audacity, the cojones to say that. <laughs> and you literally just had a state of the union address and you didn't address shit. You addressed absolutely nothing. And it's like, where are the cojones? Like, what is really going on? But you know why? It's because black people not sick.
Black people not sick and tired of being sick and tired. I personally am sick and tired of being sick and tired. But I can't be the only sick and tired motherfucker. I can't. Like, I was ready to risk it all for the radio station. Like, you could not tell. I was not going to stop. And then I had to realize, Cree, you literally can't do this by yourself. And the fact that you have people that are allowing you to do this by yourself says a lot more about the people you're doing it for. It says a lot more. I got people texting me telling me what I should do. And I'm like, okay, well, you do it. You know what I should do. Will you do it? Oh, no, I can't do it. So why the fuck are you texting me then? So, again, we, we, we not sick and tired, man. We not sick and tired, and I'm so sick and tired of talking about it because talking about it, who child? It don't really do too much. <laughs> no, I had the same feeling. When I saw the Ukraine report about black people, I was like, man, so. Like, know, it don't stop. Well, all fronts. It's like because, worldwide. Like, damn. Because we're in America. Um, you know, I already say black people, the American Negro, foundational black Americans, however you want to call them, previously enslaved, whatever. We're different, mm-hmm. non-immigrants. We we fight white supremacy here on the mainland, but white supremacy is a global system. <clears throat> and for some reason, it's hard for like other melanated people outside of the United States to recognize that. Like, so you got that fight, right? And then you have our American fight, right? Because like you said, Biden just did his State of the Union, so you know we have our American fight. But then we do have brothers and sisters over there in Ukraine that cannot get to safety. Mm. There have been uh, reports came out about soccer games where they've been brutalized at soccer games to the point where they need to put them in a separate section for safety. Mm. But where is the, um, what do you call Camaraderie. It? Where is the, the, the recompense? Like, like where, 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 where do they get? Because, see, they're not like us in the sense of we don't have a country backing us black people in America. Like, right. That's why we're fighting so hard in America because we're like, no African country is going to do like what they do for the Chinese people or right. for Mexican or for Honduras people. Or ha- nah. So like, where are the like, we're like, <laughs> we talk about the Ukraine, the black people can't get out. They're Nigerians. What is the country doing? What is the president doing? Right. Other than tweeting. Literally. Like, it's you're like, a president. How are y'all t- fucking tweeting, you bro? You can't send your own plane. Like, when we had people in Afghanistan, what we do? We sent planes over there, got our people out to the point where Afghanistan people was jumping. Remember that video? Right. They jumped on the plane. Right. Because Americans was getting out. Where's the Nigerian airlines? So just fly on in there, get your people and go. Because I don't care what nobody say, bro. The whole when you get money, you still act broke. No. At some point, some shit has to be done because, like you said, all the Nigerians that got money, all them not all of y- most Nigerians got some sort of something. <laughs> the ones in Atlanta, at least. I, so I can't I can't speak about the ones outside of Atlanta, but I know the motherfucking Nigerians here in Atlanta got some bank, okay? Because I've been around some of them, and I know. And they spending money left and right, and it's nothing. You was about to be a princess? Like, what? <laughs> Damn. Yes, I was about to be a princess. Like, 
So I'm like, I've seen it up close, man. And it, it, it just burns me because we live in such a out for self world. And then you have like a handful of people that truly want what's best that truly care about people and their well-being without the cameras being right there. But that don't matter. Like, those people literally don't matter. Like, they, like, <laughs> like, what, like. They, they really don't. The yeah. only people that matter are the people that are taking what they think is theirs. And so then it's like, okay, like, how do you how do you balance that? You know that that's not who you are, but you know that in order to get to a position where you can help people, you got to start taking shit. I mean, you got to stop taking shit and start taking shit. Like, well, I was about to say that's what it is, but it's not even. You don't even have to take shit. You just need to bring your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we. We are in a position right now that it could be a potential third war, uh, world war, right? I mean, I can't believe I'm alive for this. Like, I'm like, bro, as much that has happened in the last two years, it needs to just be its own history book for 2020, 2021, and 2022 because <laughs> it's too much. But the stats have showed this is where we're at, especially in America. See, the world... Is one thing, but America is like their own separate thing. But it has bled over. Like everybody knows mm. how America kind of goes. That's how the world goes. Mm. You know, China's not the superpower. Yet. I mean, the super leader yet. They're a superpower, but they're not the leader yet. Yeah, Russia would never be the leader. Um, Africa could be. If we ever came together over there. We'll be the richest continent. Yeah, but that's another story. Right. So right now, America leads that. In America, we're in a bunch of turmoil. You know, period. Like we have infighting within our ranks as far as Americans. You have right. white versus black. And everybody knows America is white and black. Right. With a little bit of sprinkles, everybody else. Right. It's white and black because you brought us over here. Right. And you have not paid for the original sin. Right. So all that George Floyd on top of COVID, on top of Trump, on top of... Mm, you know, that was so much. Oh, my gosh. Like, we need a big, fat sage session. And rigged elections. Because remember, they said Russia yeah. was... Oh, yeah. The election. Uh, the election. So it's like all of that. Mm. Now you have this world war. But what do you do as black people, right? I've been telling all my friends, do you know where to get water right now? They cut the supply off because we have war. Where would you go to get water? Mm. I, I have a legit answer to that. I know exactly. Where. I have two places. I have exactly. a legit answer too. I ain't gonna say it on here because oh. y'all ain't about to. Y'all unprepared ass motherfuckers is not about to. No, yeah. hell no. Because if you had to stop spending your money in them stores and stop just falling up behind these white people and started being resourceful for the things that you already have, when shit go left. You, you you don't go left with it. You go right. <laughs> but it's like, where would you go? See, I know, and I know you know because you inside, so you probably know what some of those white, uh, I mean, the water companies owned by black people and stuff. But, you know, those black-owned water companies should have the support of the whole community. I shouldn't have to drink. 
maybe uh, some 50 cent water from Kroger or something. But right. outside of that, I'm not spending on, on Dasani, Essential, Core, all. Nah, yeah. there's like five black brands, but that's that's the main thing, right? Like black people, we're not even supporting our own water. Yeah. Which is one of the most important resources you're going to need. Where would you go for food? Now, I, I'm pretty sure you know where to go for food because we have some a lot of gardens in Atlanta. It's yeah. some places out south of Georgia. Like we're in Georgia, so Georgia has land as far as food. I yeah. can get to a black person with some food. So food, water, and shelter, ammunition. Do you have those things as black people? I do. You? I'm I'm ready. Come, let's go war. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like I ask every black person that. Like, so if you have the answer to all four of those, then what else you worried about? You know, hookah, like, shaking ass, damn. buying bottles, and it's just like, bro, when is it gonna be enough? Like, when when is somebody dead ass gonna be like enough? Well, enough. Unfortunately, Cree, it's not gonna happen like that. Like, it's gonna happen. Fuck. Is, I, I I was I was just telling who was I telling this to I think my dad, um, because I was listening to Claude Anderson mm. and he was saying you know how you affect the community, you have to start at home, with yourself. Are yeah, you, are you to saying, be the change you wish to see? Be, not even just that. Like, are you doing the basics? Saving, gaining some property and assets, staying healthy. Okay, you are. What about your family? Are your kids doing that? Is your wife doing that? Okay, they are check. Brothers and sisters and father, mother, they all get it? Check. Cousins, uncles, aunties. Oh, y'all got it? And they kids. Y'all got it? Check. Once you get to that point, you're now affecting the community. Yeah. Once the community is all doing that, the people can do that. But the issue is we're always so macro sometimes. We never get back to dealing with ourselves. The basics. And then like you said, once you deal with yourself and Mm. you do kind of come up, you forget to share. You don't even... I mean, hell. Honestly, you don't want to because I feel like I'm, I had this conversation with God a lot. Let's talk about why you don't want to share because I'm, I'm, I don't like to share either, but I have a different one of you. Because it's not that I don't want to share, but I feel like you can't teach somebody what they think they already know. Yeah. And I can't teach you. I literally was reading a book and this girl was laughing at me. Yeah, I mean, you said that. Like, like and she's literally like, she's like, you reading a book? <laughs> girl, I can't believe you're reading a book. Yeah. What? Now, if I would like, was not secure with who I am, that could have easily triggered me, hurt my feelings, made me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how dare you insult me for trying to better myself? And that's how it always is. Even when you watching the Kanye West documentary, as he starts getting up, people like, oh, you changed, you changed. I didn't change. I didn't change. I buckled down and I got on my shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When people see me driving my car, oh, you got money now. Oh, you- no, I still don't. But I buckled down and I got on my shit. And listen to the pod. You did a lot. You gave up. You know what I'm saying? You did a covenant. You did like, you know what I'm saying? You you did what you had to do for yourself. And it's like how can when I get to the place that I see in my mind, how can I teach that to somebody? How can I teach that that discipline, that 
that relentlessness, that fire. You can't, it's it's true. When they say it's not on you, it's in you. Mm-hmm. Everybody not born with it. Like, they be lying to these people, making them feel like everybody got, no, everybody don't See, this is got that fire. I, I, th- I think everybody does have it. I just think it's sparked at a different time. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. You know, that's a good point. Because that's, because I mean, we, we all have been, some people are born into it. They're born into the struggle of the fight. Their parents are freedom fighters. They've been knee high all the way up. Some of us, like me, for instance, I didn't get introduced to that until I moved to Atlanta. Went to an all I went to an all white school. Mm. Now I come to an all black public school. All white private, all black. Public. Two completely different worlds. Two, you don't even learn the same shit. Like not the same shit. Like the, the water tastes people. different. Like it's like everything. everything different. And then you start seeing the separation on how they do you yeah. as a black person. You like start you, seeing segregation. You start literally seeing it. The smart kids versus the quote unquote dumb kids, which there's no such thing really. Like there's some kids who pay more attention. There's some kids who care about school. But nobody's a dumb right. kid. But if you're black and you're smart, they start separating you. They start putting you in them programs and they start putting you around more white people. Mm-hmm. They want to see, hey, are you the... Are you really that smart? Are you the token black kid? Or can you hang? But or you're a kid. But you're a kid. So yeah. if your parents aren't aware, they don't know what's going on. So they think, oh, you're getting all these opportunities. And now you're right. in the system. You're being funneled through. And then something happens and it sparks. And you're like, oh... Shit. I'm black. Right. And these folks is white. And they, and from there, what do you do with it, though? Do you turn up? Do you start being revolutionary? Do you go out and forge your own path? Or do you kowtow? And I think, you know, me and Elsa talk about this all the time. I said, man, sometimes a part of me wishes I could either just sell out or grift. Mm-hmm. You know, like grift means just, you know, drum up racism. Just call everything right. Oh, this race, that's it. To get people on this side or be a fake black Republican. Oh, you yeah. a black Republican? You can come up quick. Right. Just just start saying uh, you uh anti-abortion and you hate Biden. Like, right. And like they'll throw you a check. You know what I'm saying? But that's not true. Because just because I didn't like everything Biden said in the State of the Union doesn't mean I agree with all the Republicans. Either. Right. I'm black. I agree with black people where we need. How to get everything. Situation. We need everything. I mean, <laughs> all we need is a check. Like, Just cut the check. 40 acres? Hey, I mean, you already said you was going to do it. You gave some people it. It's the original 40 acres and a mule because we enslaved you guys. Here goes 40 acres of land and a mule. But then, too, honestly, everybody don't need that because everybody don't know what to do with that. It don't matter. It don't matter. You owe it. It don't matter because that's like me telling. Mm. That's like me saying everybody don't need a job. Everybody works a job and get some type of money. What you do with it is what you do with it. But I did what I spoke. I did what I said I'm gonna do. And okay. The way black people move, we were not a monolith, but we moved together. So none of those people would have thought even to march against oppression. Here comes Martin. They organize it. Yeah. And people come in the street. So earn your leisure. Right, everybody talks about EYL or your leisure. They're talking stocks and crypto mm-hmm. and trade. Let reparations hit. I guarantee you, their numbers will skyrocket. Now, will black people come together and do the right thing? Like maybe you know, start our own crypto. You know, invest in our own stocks. You know, get our own little right. economy going. You know, like like the Jewish people did. Right. You know, build a whole industry and then sign other people to us and then. You no, because like it's what, too many. Um, you got too many people trying to do it for show. You got too many people trying to just pull people down, do it for ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's too, it's infiltrated. 
like it's too much. It it is, but it isn't because like you can. Well, first thing I say. Well, in is, Atlanta, so let me rephrase okay, that because okay. I'm talking about in a general aspect. It sounds like I'm speaking in general, but I'm really just speaking about in Atlanta. And you know, what? and I'm glad you said that. Uh, first thing I'll say is though, with Akon and Usher, they did it right. Mm-hmm. They signed no, white folks. Absolutely. Like Akon signed Lady Gaga out of here. Usher signed Justin Bieber out of here. I'm not gonna that's, lie, you just taught me something. I didn't know Akon signed Lady Gaga. Yes, man. So that's why this nigga's so rich. That's why nigga don't do shit. Lady Gaga. He don't have a, to. He's a phenomenon. I, I had no idea he signed Lady Gaga. Wow. That's the game. Akon signed Lady Gaga? That's the game. I put YouTube. Yo, I did not know. Wow, that's the cool fact of the day, honey, because yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's the first one. And then the second what? one is. Mm-hmm. And the second one is, uh, you're right, Atlanta is. I talk to I talk to a mentor about this all the time, an older person who's like very heavy in the struggle. Um, like sometimes crazy with it, but <laughs> very heavy in the struggle. But he always says, like, if Atlanta and black people in Atlanta ever really get it together, mm. that shit'll th- that's gonna I'm be. I'm talking one about changes the world. A global impact. A global impact. And that's why I was going so hard when I was going boycotting the radio station because I'm like, bro, all it takes is one person to be like, you know what? She's right. All it takes. But if you only have that one person doing that and nobody else is saying, hey, she's right. Hey, she's right. Then I'm going to forever be wrong. Like, (laughs) because you can't, Martin Luther King didn't do it by himself. Like, these notable figures that we have in our our history, it may have looked like they did it by themselves, but they did not. They had a team of people behind them, a team of people. And it's just like, how can Atlanta music influence everything, the entire world? We have some of the greatest, greats, greats that have come out of the city of Atlanta. Do you mean to tell me if we use just a fraction of some of that influence to really start being influential? Man, you, what? Please. Please. I went to this bullshit-ass, like, um, black history thing with um, the mayor and... um, you was in City Hall? Yes. I was going to ask you about that on the pod. Uh, what? How was that? It looked nice. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired of shit looking nice and not being nice. <sighs> say it again. Like, I'm so, when I say I'm so tired of that. Yeah? I'm so tired of it. It gets on my nerves. Like, it just gets on my nerves, man. It gets on my, it grinds my gears. It's the old, man. So... Like my mentor says, it's, it's, it, it's these old niggas. Like, right? and it was nothing but old niggas there. And I walk up in there and I'm like, why did I come to this old ass, boring ass, mediocre shit? Why are we so content with mediocrity? But, 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 but see, and, and, but this is the thing, right? Like, we're not. What happened? What, what it is, is the, uh, what you call it, the wealth gap? See, nobody talks about the wealth gap in Atlanta at the black level because they like to say, oh, 
Oh, you know, when all that stuff was going around, it's so hard for a black kid in Atlanta to rise to right, poverty. Right. Uh, scratch that. What's the wealth gap between blacks in Atlanta? I guarantee you that's probably the biggest disparity because yeah. you see a lot of rich ass black people yep. and a lot of poor ass black people. Mm-hmm. And I bet you if you look at that gap in it and the amount of black people on top, it's a small amount. And if that stat ever really comes out because I was at an event. I can't remember some orchestra event we uh, did and to see all those old black people chasing behind every city official. I mean, just, just couldn't, couldn't wait to shake the man. Oh, and I ain't just talking about just the mayor. It's like, Oh, Keith, when I say Andre got on the stage and, and he closed it out at his last word. Do you realize people was out of their seat, charging the stage, trying to take selfies. And I'm like, bro, that's the problem. Because what has he done? And this is no shade. This is no, but I'm not about to keep giving praise to people that ain't did nothing that with their power in the position that they hold. It's great that you're in the community. Great. You at every other event, every other day. I appreciate that. Thank you. That means we see you. That means we can touch you. But sometimes it ain't always about what you see. And a lot of times the shit that you see is just covering up for the shit that you don't see. And that's what I'm just like. I'm tired of shit looking cute. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it looking cute. Like. When I say that, I don't even know what it was. It was like a black history something. It's, first of all, why is it on the last day of Black History Month, first of all? And mm-hmm. second of all, there was no inspiration. There was no electricity. There was no vibrance. There was none of that. It was just, uh, thanks for coming out. We're here th- today. Um, and Martin Luther King and... and um, and, you know, the black people and we have Jack's Hartsfield Jackson Airport and what the fuck? Why are you up here stating facts? Nigga, I we think, know that. Like, I think this is a Creed moment, ladies and gentlemen. And I also <laughs> think, Creed, I, I think, Creed, you are tapping into something that, you know, I'm 35. And I feel like, you know, I'm at a crossroads with even my peers where. I see some of them falling over to that old nigga side as far as like, oh, you know, we we got to get our money straight and we got to, you know, do why, you know, how how can we go against the cops if we're killing our own people? And that and I'm like, bro, that's not even the point. Like, like at all. This, this man, Biden, Biden ran on defund the police, got in front of everybody and said, no, we're going to fund the police. And not even try to explain like, oh, well, defund the police. Yeah, the term might have sounded crazy. But what we're saying was your local police department, look up. You can look it up right now online. Your local police department does not need 10 million fucking dollars to not solve none of these crimes. Because yeah, it's not no. like the crime in Atlanta is going down. And not just Atlanta, because, you know, shout out to Amaretta. Not just Atlanta. Right, right. Outside of Atlanta. You know she did saying? that. She <laughs> did that. Gwinnett, when DeKalb, I say I everywhere. felt every word, I felt every word. I, I thought you when I did. I said, Creep Fire bought this shit like that. It's not Atlanta. I felt North every word. Because it's just like, bro, how, like going back to the 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 income, income equality, mm-hmm. the gap. Mm-hmm. 
how is it that all y'all motherfuckers from Atlanta and it's homeless people literally flooding the streets? It's tents down Forsyth and down fucking Peachtree and across from the courthouse and across from the shelter that used to be there. Y'all from Atlanta, bro, and this is okay with y'all? They're not. That's why. That's one. And two, I love when she said that line, y'all come in the city, make all this money, and take it up out of here. That's what you've seen. Like? Look at the traffic. Every morning, coming into Atlanta, horrible. Going out, the worst, too. And it kills me when people be complaining about traffic. I'm like, I don't never sit in traffic. Oh, that's how you know if you're really from Atlanta, because you don't never sit in traffic. (laughs) Now, yeah, I might catch traffic a few... But I'd be damned if I get out of that shit. Like, I'm not sitting. You cannot pay me to sit in traffic. Or they'd be like, oh, I live 15 minutes. It's 15. No, that's too far, bro. I'm used to five, seven, Mm -hmm. eight minutes. After it starts getting 15 minutes, that means I done gone too far. Like, (laughs) I'm not even trying to go. Like, after this, I'm going to pick up one of my friends. And it's like 18 minutes. I'm like, look, you pushing it. You far. Damn. You're not Atlanta. Like, that's but, not Atlanta. Like, I'm, I don't want to go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's, I, I, I think Atlanta's going to get right because I live here and I'm committed to, you know, over these next five years to, like, actively get active in politics. Because what you're saying, what you're talking about is how do we get young people in Atlanta active in politics to where they can really change what they want to change? Because, uh, Shout out to Cyber where the party at. We talked about this on her podcast, mm. right? I said the issue for me is trying to convince my peers that when we get older, let's rock with these young people. Let's not shun them because right. it's, it's going to be young people that's going to because it's going to be young people that's going to read the rules and say, "Oh, Supreme Court justice, they don't have to be a judge or a lawyer. They can be somebody of sound mind." Da, 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 da. And they put somebody of sound mind in there. They go and they say, oh, like the young brother did in California, uh, Stockton, California, mm. where he paid his own people. Hey, we want to do this uh, basic income living and see how does this work. We want to just pay you, you know, 1500 a month additional on top of just what you're doing regularly. Let's see if that just brings the economy in the city up and if that alleviates some of the crime and some of the problem. And lo and behold, it did. You know what I'm saying? Let's get some young people in. To do something. It's do like something. you got this race, right? And it's a marathon. And you got older people running it. You got, like, passed down generations running it. You got young people running it that's new to it. Young people that grew up in it. But obviously the younger people are a little further behind in the race because they're younger. But you got the older people that are holding this baton saying the kids are the future, the kids are the future. The kids don't, they need this and they need this and they need this, but they're still holding the baton. And they're still running too. Like they're still trying to be in the marathon race and not pass the baton back. So they're holding it, waving it in front of us like, hey, y'all need to catch up to us so y'all can get this baton. Y'all need to catch up to us so y'all can get this baton. Come on, y'all can do it, y'all can do it, y'all can do it. But they still are running with the baton. So we could never, we could never get, not only are you running it, you're running with it ahead of you. Like you're holding it in front of you, running with the baton versus slowing down so you could pass the baton to the people that are coming behind you. Mm -hmm. 
I, and I like that analogy because it's twofold, right? You need to slow down a little bit and pass it the right way because if you know if you don't do that, you're going to drop the baton. Literally going to drop it. And then it's just going to be like, who's supposed to pick it up? What it, I don't even know what that is. Why would I pick that up? And I, and, I, and it's funny you use the baton reference because I was talking to a brother, older brother. He was trying to sell me on Al Sharpton. And I finally, because he just kept, I was like, look, man, I don't fuck with Al Sharpton. <laughs> He's like, well, why, would you, why would you say that, brother? See, that's what's wrong with you young people. Y'all not staying informed. Y'all not listening. I said, brother. I can rattle off every informed thing that you should be knowing about. But the issue for me is Al Sharpton is one of them old ass niggas that goes in the room and is supposed to cut a deal for black people and always comes out with a deal for himself. Always. Al Sharpton is too fucking old where he should be. So then I was saying that he said, see, y'all, y'all so militant. Y'all so militant. I said, but that's the issue, right? When the brothers was moving back in those days, Martin Luther King, had militant brothers with them. Like, Hosea went right. no punk. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Hosea Williams was beating people up. Like, these ain't no ministers of defense. Deacons of defense. These people are... Per- they, they ain't no fucking... Deacons of defense. The, the deacons of defense. Whoa! They're, they're, Get back! They're not no punks, man. So it's like, where... You know what I'm saying? Where are the militant people? Then, on top of that, why isn't Al Sharpton passing the baton to a younger person? Mary Pat Hector be there all the time. She should be running the whole network. But... If she takes the baton, then she's too militant. Right. Because he said, oh, maybe she should just take the baton. And, you know, I always want somebody to hand it to you. You should just take it. I said, but if we take it, we're too militant. Right. And that's the conundrum. And then if we take it, now you are doing everything in your power to go to everybody else and be like, oh, she took it. Oh, she took it. Oh, she took it. Oh, she not right for it. Oh, she not right for it. But it's like, bro, how much more proving do I have to do? And why is it that I have to go through you for you to tell me that I'm ready to do what I'm already doing? Unfortunately, though, it's the people. Like we, we got to figure out how the people. I mean, we're talking about it now, and I think you're getting you're going to hit on some of this stuff because it's like that cool and conscious, some of this political talk, some of this. But it's like, how do we cross that barrier of like we need to just get the people to elect their leaders? Instead of the leaders come because look at Black Lives Matter, right? When it first hit the scene, everybody was like, you know what? I can I can get with that. Cause Black Lives hell, look in Ukraine. Those Black Lives Matter, they need to be getting on that. That's a general statement. Right. Boom, it matters. But then they put their people in it. They didn't none of these people came from the community. Like I didn't know any even Atlanta got to a point where they even had like two chapters because yeah. it got so oh well, who's in charge? No. If whoever naturally rose through the ranks as leaders, that should be in, be in charge, not whoever the mayor picks, not whoever these people pick. So you look at Black Lives Matter now, dissolved as far as the whole organization. Because right. hell, the women that ran off with the money, so they say. We don't right. know. We right. don't know. Many, hundreds of millions of dollars was raised during that George Floyd summer. Target, mm. 50 million here. Mm. This company, 10 million. This company, 5 million. You know what I'm saying? But where's it all at? The black people, especially in Atlanta, let's bring it back home. Once we get together down here in Atlanta and we get elected officials that's going to, you know, do black people's bidding and, you know, not gentrify, you know, not shut down these places and, you know, you can't even afford to live here. Like, I think we need someone that is literally. Cree for mayor. (laughs) (laughs) We need somebody that is unapologetically. Black. And when I say unapologetically black, I'm not saying 
get up there and make people feel dumb because they don't know that this was written in 1977 and this this happened in 1319 and we don't need no uh encyclopedia okay I don't when I say I feel like I'm a pretty conscious person but when I get around somebody that's just spewing facts at me it's like bro why are we, th- we, we, we I could have googled that but what we need is someone literally that is not talking to the white people it's not talking to the Asian people. It's not talking to the Spanish people. It's literally talking to the black people. That's it. Somebody that is only talking to the black people. Now, the white people, y'all can come and listen, but this conversation ain't about y'all. This conversation is I'm talking to the black people. I'm talking to the black women because we are so advanced, like, Back in the day, their influencers were the activists. <laughs> like we only had the activists. My nigga, we got entertainers right now. Like we have global phenomenons, wonders of the world. We like we have people with dark skin that literally have millions of people following them. Millions of people following them. And when it's time to talk about shit that matters, they fall silent. Every single time. Every single time. They fall silent. Or they're like Jim Jones, and they don't say nothing until it happens to them in the Gucci store. Right, and it's just like, (coughs) we don't need that. We don't need passive followers. We don't need me first fighters. Like We literally do not need that. And it, I promise you, it starts with your mind. Like, it starts with your mind and the things that you allow. For instance, I was on a date. And I had known the guy for years. And we had just got back in contact. But because he's so used to women treating him a certain way, And because he's so used to women pushing up under him because of the status that he has acquired over the years in his career, which is commendable, he expected me to do that. You're Nigerian? No. He's He's just a black man. He's just a black man. But because of the status that he has... He get to talk to women any kind of way. He might be a high-value brother. He get he get to talk to women any kind of way, and they do whatever he say. And it's not that he's a bad person, because he is a great person. Like, he's a great person. But he's dealing, he's been dealing with people who don't have strong minds. So when we're sitting in a car, and you ask me to do something, that I'm not about to do because we haven't got to that point yet. Why would I do that? So just because we went out to dinner, I'm supposed to do that, what you asked me to do? That's not how this works. And I get it. In the past with other women, of course, they would have done that snap of the finger. And then the next day it's a problem, and I'm getting messages like, 
I don't have time to deal with you. You playing games. What? Well, I mean, he's just straight into the point there. I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I, I get yeah. that straight to the point, but how is it that I have to respect your straight to the point, but when I was straight to the point, it wasn't received? So if we're both being straight to the point, what? how is it not being received? Yeah, I mean, I... On that end, that just sounds like a you know he got his own agenda, right? You know what I'm and that's absolutely fine. And that brings me to my point because everybody has their own agenda. Everybody has their own agenda, especially in the black community. Everybody got their own agenda. It don't. There's not one collective agenda. There's not one. Let's come together to make this happen. That's the issue. And be. that is ultimately the issue. Well, you have women doing just the dumbest shit. But then on the other hand, you expect a man to court you accordingly. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? You don't stand for anything. You don't stand for anything. So I automatically assume you're going to fall for anything. And that's what I'm giving you. I'm giving you anything because you don't stand for anything. And that's the same way the world is treating us. Since we don't stand for anything, <laughs> they keep giving us anything. They keep giving us anything. And you have all these people that are like, oh, let's be intentional. Oh, let's manifest. Oh, let's do this. How about we just settle on one goal? Like, Can we just get one goal accomplished? Because right now it's too many, it's too many chiefs, way too many chiefs. It's too many pretend chiefs. It's too many wannabe chiefs. It's too many. Let me be the chief, but I can't handle what comes with being the chief. It's too many. And I feel like ultimately that is going to be, well, it's already our downfall to be honest, but <laughs> it's going to dig us deeper, 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 deeper into this hole that we're in. And it's like, how do we get out? Because me personally, I'm ready. I know where to get my water. I know where to get my food. I know where to get ammunition. I'm ready. Like, I've been ready. But again, it just can't be a handful of people. Like, <laughs> it has to be like, all right, let's all, let's all get down on this thing and figure it out. And be okay with it not being broadcasted to the damn masses. Because everybody want to post it on social media and get caught up. <laughs> like, damn, everything don't have to be on damn social media. Shit. Mm. Who child. Uh, privacy is our only currency right now. So that's why, you know. And that's like a double-edged sword, too, because it's like. That's the, that's why I say privacy is the currency. If when you more up. Take some to make some, but sometimes you want to keep some. Right, it's like you, you gotta. Sh in today's world, anyway, it's like you have to show a little bit of something that you're doing, so people value what you're doing. But then it's like you don't want to show everything because everybody don't need to know what you're doing. <laughs> like, Child. Mm. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the quote to help you stay afloat. Um, 
just because this was a great episode. I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, the direction that Cool and Conscious is moving in, um, the direction that Just Elders Media is moving in, um, the direction that Question with Cree is moving in. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I don't really have any, like, negative things to say any bad things to say I just am ready to continue along with getting the message out um because I definitely feel like there's a message that lies not even just within the podcast but it lies within the company um and it lies within me and who I am and the woman I am striving to become um so yes Claps and snaps, baby. Um, yeah, let me go ahead and find this quote. Um, oh, yeah, this is this is a good one because this was ab- absolutely me. We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Damn. I'm going to say it again. We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. That's deep. Um, and speaking from experience, I feel like that is why it's been so hard for me to let certain things and certain people go in my life because I had imagined. So we had been through so much in my imagination. <laughs> we had been through so much in my imagination. And it's like, if you put the facts over the feelings y'all haven't done shit this opportunity has not offered you shit but because you imagined that it would do this 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 and this it was so hard for you to let go because you already imagined that attachment and now you can't detach from everything you imagine because you're so you're so excited about it that you have you you don't have a choice you got to get it you, I got to get it. Do you realize I imagine where I would be in this company? And you going to tell me that I can't be there? I've been imagining this for months. <laughs> so now I got to face reality and realize that I was just tripping, that I made it all up. I've been imagining being with you for months. And I got to realize that I was just making it up. Y'all, I'm telling you, because <laughs> I am learning how to actively live in the moment. And see things for exactly what they are. For so long, I I felt like I was seeing things for what they are. But I also was imagining things for what I wanted them to be as well. And that is, that's a, what's that called? That's a a contradiction. (laughs) Go out into the world, see things for exactly what they are. I'm not saying do not imagine. But use your imagination for yourself. And have boundaries. How you set boundaries with people. Set limits on your imagination because shit will go one wild. So, look, I'm putting myself on a 15-minute imagination timer. I only get to imagine 15 minutes out today because <laughs> before I go to bed, I'm not imagining shit, okay? I'm saying my prayers. I'm, I'm going to sleep. God, turn my brain off so I can go to sleep. If I stay up all night imagining, I'm going to imagine that in my dreams and I'm going to wake up feeling refreshed because I imagined a different place in my life. No. <laughs> No. It's like that dream when you get some money and you wake up like, there where the money at? Like, 
You be imagining <laughs> so hard. Like, you don't even realize, like, that is power in our minds. Like, our minds can literally take us out of one place and put us into another. Mind you, physically, we're still in the same place. But because our minds have tricked us and imagined so hard that we're in a different place, we think that we are. The realest line that Drake said ever, you know it's real when you are who you think you are. You know it's real when you are who you think you are. Do you know how many people think about who they are? I'm telling you. Look, as you go out into life, take some time to just see things for what they are. Understand who you are and where you want to become so then you can start putting the different pieces in place to be who you think you are, okay? It's definitely possible, but it's all in moderation. Like, it is all in moderation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week, another pot of soul, another episode of Cool and Conscious um, as we're learning how to balance our life. We're learning how to be cool. We're learning how to be conscious. And we're learning how to speak up for what we believe in. Make sure you follow us. Or follow the podcast at Cool and Conscious. That's Q-O-O-L and Conscious. Follow me at Questions with Cree. That's Questions with Q-R-I. And of course, follow the Black-owned, Black-run media company, Just Eldridge Media. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. Your auntie, brother, daddy, sister, cousin. All of them. So they can get cool. And they can get conscious. And we can, you know what I'm saying, do what we do when we do how we do it. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I will uh, talk to y'all next week. <laughs>